Well, did you have a good day at school today? Why don't you tell me about this? It's a letter from school. It says you haven't been there in months. In months?
32 His mama called him Angel but everybody knew he was the the king king the gross out king they called him Piss Aaron they always called him Piss Aaron in the hall Piss Aaron he never would refuse when now some of you people may have known someone like this his name may not have been Aaron but you might have known one just the same his name may have been Louis or Harvey or Harold Oswald anything but I'm sure you knew one something akin to this you may have been one somebody out there I'm sure is guilty of this and if you were uh, well Aaron Aaron had a, had a particular problem. You know there are kids when you go to school that have to have attention and uh, sometimes will go to great lengths to ha get attention. You have this sort of, you know, I mean you know people that do things like that and you have this sort of combination of, of revulsion and admiration at the same time. I mean you're revolted at what he's doing but you admire him for having the, the guts to do it. So, uh, so anyway he used to he had a he had a he had a friend. Well, he had a few. Well, nobody liked him. Anyway, <laughs> there was another guy, and his name was Dumb Larry from Homeroom Nine. Kept his locker full of weeds just to satisfy his smoking needs. And his love of fire went to a game and lit a stink bomb. In the bleachers, the coach, the cheerleader, and the the camp teacher, and the the dean, dean, the dreadin was after dumb Larry. They always caught him smoking in the john. You know what a john is? That's a lav. Dumb Larry never would have missed him. I almost said you never would have kissed him. Anyway, Larry, uh, Larry was uh, an, an incendiarist, as it were. I was an incendiarist when I was a kid. I was very fascinated with flaming things, you know, things that burn and stuff like that. So he used to smoke a lot just, to, just so he could light matches, anything. And uh, so one day he was... Uh, he was down in the lunchroom with his best friend. I don't. I, I, the, I understand you have cafeterias here, just like we have in the states. Cafeterias when you go to school. Everybody knows about school food. I don't know if English school food is anything like uh, stateside school food, but uh, uh, if I could give you an average meal, let me see the average meal. Uh, first thing you get is uh, is a salad with uh, with this funny runny dressing on it. And, uh, and they had some kind of a stigma about the salad. The school dietitian felt that she was really shirking if we all didn't get our roughage every day. So, uh, and so you would not be served the rest of the meal unless you took your salad. So, so of course, everybody took the salad and threw it out. 
But, uh, but anything, the first thing was a salad, which was some kind of leaf mulch with uh, junk on it. And, uh, and uh, the next thing was, you know, you go to see the main courses. Uh, there was usually, feature of the day would be something like uh, pizza, that, uh, well, pizza they, pizza they used to make, they used br just bread for a crust. They just lay it in a pan and slop some tomato sauce on it and some cheese and just slice it up. And there you go. You got your pizza, a la whatever. But there was also, oh, yeah, I understand you don't have anything, anything like meatloaf over here. We have a thing called meatloaf, which is you take, you take any kind of meat you can get your hands on and you mangle it and form it into a it into a sort of a loaf-shaped thing and bake it until it's hard on the outside and you slice it up and serve it to your unsuspecting guests. But uh, that would be the main course and of course your vegetables, you know, which is stewed tomatoes or, uh, or uh, instant mashed potatoes. Instant mashed potatoes have a certain taste that's much akin to school paste, if you know what that is, a certain, that white paste that comes in a great big jar like this. And you and you got to scoop it out with a ruler. I get so as they don't have that in high school. In elementary school, they have that. You scoop it out with a ruler and slap it on a piece of construction paper, and you go make you know a card for the for the girl in the class who's you know who's having her appendix out or something. And uh, and so anyway, and then then you move on to your dessert, which is uh, which is uh, school cake. School cake. It's about this square. It's about that high. And it's about the densest thing you ever saw in your life. It's like something, it's like some, something from some far eastern country that you smoke or something. You know? So they say, look what I got, man. Look what I just brought back from Morocco. It looks just like school cake. And, uh, so anyway, they were having lunch right after a... Uh, there was a, they have uh, food fights. When you're in high school, you're under a lot of pressure. I'm sure everybody knows that. Puberty and all that other stuff, you know, and trying to, you know get together with the girls and the boys, you know, move and groove and uh, they go to the hop and get invited to the prom and all this other stuff. And uh, you're under a lot of pressure and the only time, only, time you get, the only time you get a little relief is when you're in the lunchroom. And so uh, when, whenever you're sitting in the lunchroom and somebody happens to drop their tray, it's the signal. <laughs> Everything explodes, food, pudding, you know. Rice pudding and sandwiches and your pizza and your salad and everything is in the air. Silverware, it's all over the place. Food all over the floor. Anyway, this is the big relief. It's either that or, 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 or throttle your, uh, your algebra teacher. So, uh, so anyway, it was right after a food fight and, uh, and uh, Larry was sitting at the table with his best friend, sitting across from his friend, and he was telling about Aaron's uh, latest uh, exploits. Aaron used to... Well, Aaron used to piss like outside the uh, the uh, girls' gym just as the bell rang, and uh, or in the uh, or in uh, or in uh, like the A to D stall in the library, or the uh, anyway. This time, Aaron had done it in the water fountain outside the dean's office, and. Uh, and uh, Larry told this to his friend just as, just as he was uh, drinking his chocolate drink. And, uh, and, and, ju and, and just, like a, just like an SST, that chocolate drink just shot right out his nostrils, right all over his, his tuna fish sandwich. And uh, <laughs> making a very strange looking mess indeed. Anyway, this guy's name was... Chuck Biscuits, conservative jive. The biggest pig 
would sit and smack his lips and drool as he eyed your lunch. I left a bag in his desk one night. A raw egg sandwich, and when hungry, took a bite. He had to up chuck, up up chuck a puke in. Chuck biscuits, they always caught him eating in the class. Dumb Larry, they always caught him smoking in the John, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was Piss Aaron, they always caught him pissing in the hole. Andy Pleasant, how do you do to you all? Perry Bax here in Chicago, Illinois, USA, and you are listening to the best radio you have never heard, where we find ourselves at the beginning of September 2015, and no better place to get schooled with a ruler across the knuckles than the school located at bestradiopodcast.com, where the curriculum is the best music on the entire internet, and we are directly in period one. The class entitled Tortured Fall, The Best Radio You Have Never Heard, Volume 266. Closing out the first set, taking us all back to our early days of school, Todd Rundgren describes the exploits of Piss Aaron, Dumb Larry, and Chuck Biscuits from the epic Piss Aaron Live in the UK in 1972 from his breakthrough double album Something Anything and remixer extraordinaire Stephen Wilson taking a turn at an already alternative version of Jethro Tull's Teacher, originally a UK bonus single and taking it to even more sonic heights. And starting out going back to 1975 in Wembley Arena touring their third album Crime of the Century, it was live Supertramp unleashing Song 1 from Side 1, School. And no class is not getting out early as there is plenty more best radio you have never heard coming your way and a trip to detention to anyone switching off their device as we move to remember the 10-year anniversary of Hurricane Katrina and there was nobody more instrumental in the recovery of New Orleans than hometown boy Terrence Blanchard who took the lead in getting the musicians back to town and sorted and bringing the music back to the Crescent City. His latest record, Breathless, was released right at the end of May, which ran out of room to include his tribute to one of his all-time most important influences, and it's called Dear Jimmy. Thank you. 
want you to come around here. It's about midnight. Lord, she made me feel so good. She made me feel alright. As she spelled her name T.
sure some of y'all out there got some girls named Gloria. Like Mitch Mitchell has one named Gloria. And I've seen it all happen. You know, we had a scene one night. And I see this little book of bear come around. She looked at the dragon of Carlisle. Her hair was that, that long. But anyway, I see her walk up the cell. Walk up to his room. And she said, hey, baby. I think my job is to make love to you. And he put his drum. Explain this to you. He didn't know she was coming. <laughs> it's all right. Also got a girl named Gloria. <laughs> so it's something like an alley bath, though. There ain't nothing wrong with that. And one time Noah was playing with himself, and she come knocking on his door. <laughs> and little Noah was gonna take a soul on the bass then, showing that he appreciated her love, even though she did it like homemade sin, and her breath smelt like whoop pussy. And while all that was happening, I looked out the window. Here comes a man with all the groovy grass. And here we are freaking out, man. You know we're gonna get into something good. And we laying back, freaking and smoking and joking. Also, I hear the man coming. The man, the constant came in. Oh, Lord, I'm missing. I said, hey, Gloria. I think it's time to get the hell out of here. It's time to get out of here. I'm talking about
Saturday on the front of the base. My name is Stephen Redmond. We're known as Double Trouble. We thank you so very, very much. Well, someone just earned themselves a trip to the principal's office for guitar abuse, as you just heard. Stevie Ray Vaughan in Double Trouble in 1984 in Lorelei St. Gorehouse in Germany, going completely incendiary on Hendrix's third stone from the sun from the Experience's debut album. And the Experience themselves recording what was to become the fourth Jimi Hendrix Experience record that never was, taking us all to spelling lessons with G-L-O-R-I-A Gloria, recorded at TTG Studios in Hollywood in 68, and then later mixed by Hendrix's longtime engineer Eddie Kramer at Electric Lady Studios in 1997. And at the start, recorded live a track from the session from his new album, Breathless, that didn't make the final cut. New Orleans native Terrence Blanchard paying tribute to one of his heroes with Dear Jimmy. And pay tribute to the World Wide Web, as that is what brings you the best radio you have never heard. Perry Backs here in Perry's World Studio in Chicago, wondering why many of you out there have not yet grabbed the BRY H&H app for your iPhone or iPad, making listening to the entire best radio catalog as simple as scrolling the screen. It's absolutely free, and you could get it in the App Store by searching for BRY H&H. It will pop right up, and you could have BRY H&H in your pocket everywhere you go. Hey, even grab a friend's phone and install it on theirs and turn them on to what you already know has no comparison anywhere on the airwaves or on the net. And while you're at it, don't forget that this program is totally listener-funded in the vast balance made up by your humble producer host. And you can help out by picking up an item or three from our merch store at bestradiopodcast.spreadshirt.com or by sending us a donation. No amount is too big or too small through PayPal. Both links are on the homepage at bryhnh.com, or you could just open your PayPal account and use Perry at bestradioyouhaveneverheard.com, and the show will pop right up. And if you're digging the show and just want to say, hey, you could also send us an email to that very same address. But you don't need to contact me to know that Dorothy needed to follow the yellow brick road to find the great and powerful Wizard of Oz. But what you might not know is to find the guacamole queen, you have to head straight down Inca Roads. Show things to love. 
vehicle car. So someone out there did a vehicle car. For someone out there did the Indians. For someone bill come up the hill.
their clothes and scratch their matted hair a tiny light from a window hole a hundred yards away is all they ever get to know about the regular life in the day and it stinks so bad the stone's been choking in the room where the giant fire above the works and the torture never stops. The torture never stops. The torture, the torture, the torture never stops. Fifty ugly soldiers, man, holding spears by the iron door. Knives and spikes and guns and the likes of every tool of pain. And a sinister midget with a bucket and a mop. A sinister midget with a bucket and a mop. A sinister midget with a bucket and a mop. Where the blood goes down the drain. And it stinks so bad, the stone's been choking. In the room where the giant fire built the works, and the torture never stops. The torture never stops. In his dungeon of despair 
an evil prince eats a steaming pig in a chamber right near there. He eats the snouts and the trotters first. The loins and the groins are soon disturbed. His carving style is well rehearsed. All men be cursed All men be cursed All men be cursed All men be cursed I disagree Well, 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 no wonders He's the best, of course, of all the worst So bad, his bones can choke in a whipping greenish light. In the night of the iron sausage, where the torture never stops. The torture never stops. The torture, torture, the torture never stops.
Closing down with Vintage Bowie from the Diamond Dogs Tour in 1974 at Los Angeles Universal Amphitheater and a couple from that record, the prophetic 1984 and the hit single Rubble Rubble, but not allowing us to forget Major Tom from a couple of years earlier with Moonage Daydream. It was the man himself, Frank Zappa, with his hired gun, second guitarist, vocalist, none other than Adrian Ballou blowing the doors off of the Torture Never Stops in Berlin in 78. And like father, like son, Dweezil Zappa and his outfit, Zappa plays Zappa, doing a note-for-note perfect rendition of the opener on Dad's One Size Fits All, Inca Roads, where I need to point out to all of you little shavers out there and to some of you oldsters as well, that is a band of live people performing the impossible without the aid of hard drive sequencers or any other newfangled devices. Real people playing real stuff, or as Frank would say, I'm sure what you see is what you get, and that is the real deal. And the real deal is the clock winding down with Polly, Vinny, and Cuckoo saying, enough with the superlatives and get us outside for a pee, so off I go. But not before giving thanks to BRY H&H producer Steve in New York for giving a hand on this one, as well as IllinoisEntertainer.com, the Midwest premier music source for their support as always. 
I hope you've enjoyed the show, and most of all, tell a friend. It is something that is imperative to the longevity of this show that you, the listener, must take on to earn your show every two weeks. That and participating in the comments section on the webpage, and even easier, joining the chats and sharing the show posts on Facebook. And as a thank you in advance, I'm going to leave you with this little gem recorded two years ago by Pink Floyd guitarist David Gilmore and his son Joe. Just recently unearthed, which will not be appearing on his soon-to-be-released album, Rattle That Lock. We're out of here. Perhaps we'll talk again. We'll see ya. Beside me